Are you friends with Colleen Ballinger still? This is the first time that I've talked about this, so I just want to make sure I say my exact piece that I want to say. Welcome to Howie Mandel Does Stuff. I'm Howie Mandel. I'm Jacqueline Schultz, his daughter. And JoJo Siwa's here, the only one not wearing bows in the room. I mean, you know, I've been doing this thing where I wear like little teensy ribbony bows and I almost threw one in today and then I was like, no, I'm going to Howie Mandel. I'm going to be cool today. And then you're wearing a bow in there. Now you you two got the bows on. I love it. You brought bows back. Thank you. You know what? It was very funny. We said to uh, one of our producers, we said to Jeremy that, you know, JoJo's coming in and maybe we should go get some bows yeah you know and he bought three new sets of uh, uh headsets oh he bought the most headsets <laughs> he, did. He, didn't, he didn't understand but we have amazing like, oh. headsets now and these are just something my daughter brought in i love it you, you sell these right this is I a do. big uh massive yeah massive i uh i started selling them when i was oh my gosh i was 13 so they've been in stores now for like seven years um and the success of it really is, it's kind of crazy because we started selling JoJo bows on my own, just me and my team. And the success of the JoJo bow is what drew Nickelodeon into my life. They saw that success and they were like, well, we want to be a part of this and make this an even bigger merchandise empire. And there was a lot more that went into it than just that conversation. Uh, and then I signed Nickelodeon and we made every product under the sun, literally that you could imagine. Uh, and here we are seven years later and it's just- Without telling me how much you make, what were the sales of bows and- Maybe she will tell you how oh. much she makes. I wish I knew how much I made. Um, no, you don't know how much you make? I, I, the bows have sold over 80 million bows. 80 million in bows. How much did this but cost? But I'd imagine- How much did this cost? I don't the bows. know. Roughly. Know. You just they're, bought them. They're like anywhere from like $5 a bow to like 14 a bow. I bought a pack. I bought so a pack. $80 million in bows. And then uh, we just happen to have uh, my uh, granddaughter. Her daughter is, uh, is a dance mom's fanatic. Oh, it's the best show. And it's back, you know, like it's back. She thinks I'm really it. cool right now. She does? She thinks I'm so cool right How now being she? here with you. Uh, she Nine. is no nine next month nine, nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so so she's nine years old what, what i'm yeah. saying is it's having a kind of a resurgence it in uh, on streaming it's crazy yeah dance moms really did come back um we were able to tell because my mom is starting to get recognized a lot more than she ever has and um it's because dance moms is like really resurfacing does she like that she does she does it's um it's fun because like years ago when I was on Dance Moms, I mean, it was, oh God, I feel like I age myself every time I talk nowadays. Dance Moms for me was eight years ago. Wow, and- you must be really old. <laughs> said no, the 67. You're talking people. to really old people. But like to think that like, it feels like it was like three years ago. You know what I mean? But it was eight. Like that's just, it's just so weird to me. I don't know. Um, so like eight years ago, she was getting it all the time. And then well, eight years ago is almost half your life yeah. ago. So that yeah. I get it. I get that, that. Did you audition for dance moms? So Cause had, you weren't in the first couple of seasons. No, I wasn't. I came into dance moms on season five. Um, but before that there was a TV show called Abby's ultimate dance competition. And that was like, you could submit an audition online. They 
Zoomed you at the time. It was like Zoom before Zoom was a thing. I mean, I was only nine, so this was 11 years ago. Wasn't that called FaceTime? And <laughs> it was like, we were like, what's a Zoom? Like everyone did like Skype at the time. Right. Anyways, now Zoom's like number one thing in the world. Um, and so on season one of Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition, it was like, if you want to be a part of season two, submit your audition now. And uh, my mom submitted me online and didn't even tell me. And then I, they were like, we want to Zoom. And we did a Zoom. We did talked with casting people. And it was a reality show. And then about six months later, I ended up getting on that show. I was the youngest person to do that season. Um, and that was the same producers. How old were you moms. then? I was only nine. Same producers as Dance Moms, same creators as Dance Moms. Abby, who's the coach on Dance Moms, uh, the teacher, she, it's her ultimate competition. Right. Um, and so after I did season two of AUDC, that aired, the world, I guess, liked me. And then a year later is when they were like, hey, will you come to Dance Moms for a week? And we went for a week just to kind of like stir things up. They wanted me to come for a week. And then I had never left for two years. Was that a good experience? Dance Moms? You know, it's interesting because for me it was. It was it was hard. It was exhausting. Well, you were, you were in dance competitions before you joined that show. Yes. Oh, so th yes. that world by virtue, I, I you you took dance, uh, yes. you know, and I saw that even in dance she took karate also. It's really competitive Super anyhow. Super cutthroat. Yeah, dance, the dance world, the competitive dance world is like no other. Um, and then to put a 9-year-old through that yeah. Building pyramid, we've totally. been watching with my granddaughter. It's all about the pyramid, right? The pyramid, yeah. <laughs> For oh, those yeah. that don't know, the pyramid, you don't want to be on the bottom of the pyramid. Yes, no, you you don't want to be on the bottom of the pyramid. It's funny, though, because at that age, I was very young, but I think because I grew up watching Dance Moms, you know, when season one came out, I was probably, I was a little older than Kenzie, so I'd have been like seven or six, six or seven. And like, I grew up watching it and big fan of it. And so when I went to Dance Moms, my mom actually would be like, oh, I hate that you're at the bottom of the pyramid. Cause I was, only, I was on top once, two years, one time on top. It's normally cruising in the bottom row or the middle row. And I would tell my mom, I'd be like, but if I'm on top, I get no TV time. The people on the bottom is who gets the fights and who gets the and you want And you knew you wanted to fight and get in trouble? I knew that I wanted the TV time at that age. You knew you wanted exposure? Mm-hmm. It's I feel really like odd. that's the difference with a lot of other kids that you see in the industry. It's usually the parents yeah. that are like pushing yeah. or you hear that from them a lot of time right. when they totally. grow up and that wasn't your experience. You wanted the television time. I did. You want, yeah, I did. I did. And I, I don't know. I always knew that like, this is what I wanted to do. I, I said literally from the time I was two, I was either going to be Hannah Montana or a brain surgeon. And those are still like my two passions. Yeah. So really, what if Hannah Montana was your brain surgeon? It wouldn't be bad. It would be the best of both yeah. worlds. <laughs> but to be on the bottom of the pyramid yes. and to fight, and we're, we'll, we'll talk more about just reality TV as it is. Yeah. You were probably no understanding production made to do things that you didn't want to do, or maybe even say things that you didn't want to say, or they edited things totally how they didn't happen. So then as a little girl, you watch it and you yep. come off like a little bit of an asshole. So that's, I learned that lesson very, very early on. Um, it was the first show, Abby's ultimate dance competition. And that show was pre-taped. And Abby posted something after like episode two aired and she was like, who do you want to go home next week? And I remember, I mean, I was 10 now at this time as it was airing and 
every single comment was Jojo, Jojo, get rid of Jojo. We hate Jojo. Jojo's a brat. Jojo's annoying. Jojo's blah. And I came downstairs sobbing one night. My mom was like, Jojo, what's wrong? And I was like, go read all these comments. And my mom told me something really interesting. She said, Jojo, but you don't go home. And I was like, you're right. And she was like, they can't change that. You didn't go home. That didn't happen. So let them say what they're saying. Oh, you got another week of hate, Jojo. Enjoy (laughs) Enjoy it. (laughs) But... Do you think it's right that she let you or that you were reading the comments? I do. I do. We always had a no secrets policy. We had a no, like, if I, I, as a kid, was able to handle it. And there, I've, I've now worked with a lot of kids. I've seen a lot of kids. I've, from little kids on YouTube to my girl group, you know what I mean? I've, I've worked with a lot of kids. And I have learned that, like, some kids are truly evil. <laughs> no, no, like made for the industry and it, it it can handle it and can handle the stress or the pressure or the hate and it's it's brutal and it's tough but if you're resilient enough and if you have a strong enough mind and a strong enough circle around you I think family is so important and friends are so important and I've had a good circle around me my whole life and um I mean even though dance moms portrays my mom to be a bit crazy she's like the best mom that you could well, ever wonderful imagine. to hear. Yeah, she's so, a good one. So then let me ask you, I heard recently you say you, you want to have kids, right? Oh, you want to be a mom. Do literally you, tomorrow. Do you think that you would, if you had the opportunity, put your own kids in front of the camera and give them the exact same experience that you had? Okay, it is so, I think about this all the time. Yeah. And um, this is something that I actually used to fight with my ex about because, you know, I'm when you're when it's when two girls are dating, you start talking about babies on literally the second date, and it's a problem. So we we dated for a while, and so you know you plan your children, um, which I now that I'm getting older, I'm like, don't do that anymore. <laughs> like, but you're not even 21. Yeah, no, I'm a fetus. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I I do really want kids, and I would my kids no matter what. I mean, yes, I could shelter them from the the spotlight, but being that I am very much so in the spotlight, my kids are gonna already kind of be in it a little bit. And so- Just by, even if she just carpools, I don't know if you saw this, put it up on the screen. <laughs> Get uh, out of here. <laughs> yes, no, I, I just wanna say, like if she had a kid and she said, I wanna keep you out of the spotlight, mm-hmm. let me just drive you to school. This is what the kid would show up in. Get out of here. No, <laughs> I would no way. By what? the time I have kids, that car is gonna be gone, not wrapped This anymore. is the car that she he pulled up in today. Here it is, there it is. That's her car right there. Yep. That's that her car. Mommy, where's my mom? Where's my mom? <laughs> there she is. I don't see my mom's car. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. There it is. I don't know though. Even just like paparazzi. You know what mm. I mean? Like I don't want to not take my kids out to dinner because I they're, I don't want them to be seen by the world at all. Now actually putting them into the industry, I think like Blue Ivy, for example, dancing right now with Beyonce. It Mm -hmm. seems so natural. And I don't know if it is natural or if it is forced, but to me, it looks like Blue Ivy was in rehearsals and Beyonce was rehearsing and she just was kind of doing the dance in the corner. And then Beyonce was like, do you want to do it? And Blue was like, yeah, you know what I mean? And now I see that and I see people with their kids and um, who was the other girl that was doing it just now? Kelly Clarkson was doing it with her kids and Pink with her kids and Obviously, all the Kardashian kids are very in the spotlight. So you want background dancers is what you want more than children. (laughs) 
<laughs> but but I noticed too, they're already like Blue Ivy is older. This is yes. kind of the first time she's yes. really in the spotlight. I wonder mm-hmm. now they say if like there's able. an age limit and now you really know what it now means you really to know. be in yes. the spotlight and you yep. are taking that chance. And you wanted to do it when you were a little kid. And then very quickly decided no. I think I got a commercial. Yes. Once and yeah. he's like, "Are you sure? Do you know what this means?" I'm like, "Yes, yeah." And begged and begged, and then once we already signed up for it, and he was on set with me. It was his commercial, and they brought me. Yeah. And then I saw the set, and I was like, "Nope, no way." He's like, "You can't back out now." Like everyone's here. Yeah. yeah. And so after that, no more because. And that's I was- what I think is important. Like you. You expressed interest and you let her go for it. And then when you said no, it was like, okay, we have to do this, but then no more. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I would never. Whatever. But do you feel like you missed a, um, I'm using the wrong word, but yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a normal childhood, the normal way of socializing, socializing, the normal things that you see in movies yeah. that kids just do. Mm-hmm. It's. It's funny because not while it was happening, you know, as I was as I was growing up, like I never was like, oh, I'm missing out on something. And then once I started dating and I my my first girlfriend was not industry at all, nothing to do with the industry. And how'd you meet people? Um, I met her on a cruise ship. Uh, but I like I never really had friends my age. Like all my friends were adults. I was friends. I mean, YouTubers or other social media influencers or little kid actresses that like ev- everyone was always older than me. But they, I mean, I had a great group of people around me. Still have a great group of people around me. My dancers that would come out with me, I was always close with. Um, but when I when I was with my first girlfriend and she was in high school and hanging out with friends, going to a football game, I was like, wait. There is something that I haven't experienced. Um, Now that I'm older though, I look back and I'm like, I wouldn't want to change a thing because A, I would be in a very different place now and I love where I'm at now and I'm very grateful for where I'm at now. But I just, I see the things that I got got to do as a kid, you know? And I, I, my favorite examples I joke around with is like, I didn't go to a high school football game, but I got to go to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And so like there's, Yes, I missed out on that, but I got to do this and I got to travel the world and I got to meet really cool people. You know what I mean? But even as a, as a, um, as a public figure that you listen, as a gay public figure, just coming at any friend that I know that is gay coming out is a huge thing. Massive. Massive. And these are people who aren't known, who aren't recognized, who are worried about being judged within their own communities. And I don't know that we live in a country that's incredibly uh, accepting and welcoming at all for what you had to do. Yeah. Like I'm just saying, because you are on television, or because you're yeah. you're who you are, yeah, everything seems to be. And I, I'm just telling you this as a parent seems to be under such a um, a microscope yeah. that I would be really scared to have yeah. my child go through that. Yeah. Was that a that would be harder for? Was it harder for you? Do you think because of who you are and who you work for and what you do? I never understood the microscope that I was under until now I'm, I mean, I'm not much older, but at at 16, you know, I thought like, oh, I'm 16, I'm an adult, I'm mature. And now I look and I'm only four years older. And I was like, dude, you were a child. You know what and I mean? And you're gonna say that in four years And I'm gonna today. say that in four years. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, the thing is, is I, I never felt like I could mess up or I could, screw up or I could do something wrong because I never 
was putting on a show. You know, I never have played a character. I mean, I've played a few like mini TV roles here and there, but like Jojo Siwa was never a character or, I mean, it was a brand, but it was me. You know what I mean? And so, so it's authentic. It was very authentic. And so there was no like, all right, cameras are off. I'm going to go drink and party with my friends at 16. It was like, all right, cameras are off. I'm going to go edit this video, hang out with my family. I know, like, but was, you, you're doing things now really your, it doesn't your experience. sound like she was ever worried about the criticism, right? Like maybe the first little I'm, bit. Yeah, but we, when you talked about coming down the stairs after the first yeah. time you were on the show and you go, all these people hate me and they're voting yeah. me off. Oh, don't. That's only just amplified by everything in your life. Right. Even a relationship yeah. now is... Microscoped. Everybody's business. Talked about everyone's business. And it's, people don't realize that I'm human. You know what I mean? Well, I think and they realize that, but they but they don't treat me like it. I mean, right. I mean, and listen, I'm sure you both can relate. Like people, people see your life and people see who you're with on the internet, and they think that is your whole entire life. And I'm like, no, nah, dude, that's literally the 10 seconds of my 24 hour day that I showed you. But you also promote that, don't you? Have like that? There, what did you call it? What was it? Lestopia? Oh hell! <laughs> yeah, we saw that on we another saw, podcast. We're, we're you doing, talking about it? Yeah, we saw you talking about that. I was doing not that you promote it, but like no, that it's, it's something that like it seems like your personal life is oh, very on is display. Very on display. Yeah. It's so on display, and I've never. I think I, I. If we're talking about the same podcast, I I spoke about this in there. I, I never cared about my life being on display because it was my life. Like it's just, it's kind of all I know. It's who I am, and it is what it is. But then once I've started getting into relationships that I've been very scared of now with the internet because now it's somebody else's whole life on display. And so it's been a definite learning curve navigating it. And I am way smarter about my relationships online now than I ever was. I'm so proud of myself. Lestopia is about to have a heyday with this, but I've, I've had two talking to experiences and normally the internet knows like this. You've had two what? Like, Talking twos, like like people that like, are like slightly like talking to someone, not fully in a relationship, like they're getting to know each other. Okay. Yeah. And like normally the internet in a day somehow figures it out, but I, I within these last oh my god eight months, I've been able to keep it private. So you got you have secret relationships now. Yeah. Or private or, relationships. I think I think private's a better word. Um, because I I'm not hiding it. It's more just like I don't want that person's life, whoever that other significant other is to be fully on display. And like, the reality is I'm 20. Anyone I date's gonna be from 19 to, I mean, I'm into older, so like. <laughs> oh, you are. What's, this, what's the oldest person that you were uh, interested in? The, what is, where do you draw the line? What is the. Okay, where, where I would draw the line? Would you go out with a woman in assisted living? <laughs> I mean. That's no. the way she rolls. Yeah. It's not, okay, it's not old. So like, don't think that I'm calling anybody above this old. But like for me, dating is like 19, but I would prefer like 22. I really just like older than me. But to like 28. Ooh. Well, because you feel like you're more mid. Ooh, to make it more. Is that a cougar? <laughs> I mean, no, it's, I think because I've only just been surrounded by people older than my life. You know, I've dated a little younger than me. I've dated a little older than me. And there definitely is some maturity disconnect. But you can't even go into a bar yet. 
That is true. Right. So somebody twenty eight. Where do they? Where do you? Where do you go? There's a lot Dave of places Busters. to go. Dave and Buster's. <laughs> Are the people you're talking to like people that your audience would know? Like that they would? No, know. not so. Really. Maybe that's why they. Where haven't Where do you, Where do you talk to these people? Um, How do you? Do people slide people? into DMs? Yes, people <laughs> slide into the DMs now, and I. Was, I never understood sliding into the DMs. I was like, nobody slides into my DMs. Then I opened my DMs. I was like, oh, people do. People do. How did you? How did you get on this show today? Because you slid into my DMs. <laughs> Don't be creepy, Dad. There I am, and yeah. I'm and I'm 67. What did you say to me that you're going to like what? jump into the DM. You didn't even know slide. What did I didn't know. I didn't slide. Yeah, At my age, said, I don't slide. He's I just, like, I'm going to walk. I'm going to slowly. I'm just going to creep into her DMs. Yeah. And I said, please be on my podcast. It was great. I was very <laughs> grateful that you did. Yeah. And you right away. Boom. She was there. This is like. Now we yesterday. have Jojo Seesaw here. This yes. literally was like three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, so I can do it three days if you But can. now when people listen to this, your your DMs are just going to blow up now. They're wide open. And, you're, <laughs> and they're willing to talk to you. People. And if you're. 29 don't do it 20 Listen, 19 to 28 slide in i'm fine with 29 too i mean it's fine you're not in an exclusive relationship right right Me? now no. Is, no, no 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 i haven't i haven't been in a true relationship since december november december okay so it's 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 been a minute i've been single for for quite some time and it's it's been nice i uh do you are you concerned when uh people uh, want to meet you and talk to you and maybe engage in you? Do you think you got good radar as far as it's, it's not Jojo Siwa? That, you know, you're a brand. As you, you, you refer to yourself as a brand. Yeah. And you know that that is enticing to many. Many people. And I've, I've had that happen a lot. And it's... How do you, how do you discover that? So it's right away I know. How do you know right away? Because I can tell I've only had a very, very few amount of people that are not interested in Jojo C with a brand. And they're How do you interested know? You would say that. JoJo that would be a great line. Human. I don't care about what you do. <laughs> I like you. It's interesting. It's it's kind of just like a feeling. And it's like if somebody asks me something, say they're like, What do you do for fun? And I'm like, Oh, you know, my favorite thing to do is like perform. They'll be like, No, that's like Jojo, 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 what do you, what do you like to do for fun? And I'll be like, oh, I like to indoor skydive. You know what I mean? And so I can tell when someone's more interested in one thing, but I can also tell when someone doesn't respect my career either. And they just like fully throw it away. So it's gotta be this fine balance, but because there's only been a very small amount of people that I can fully let my guard down, I can almost tell instantly when there's somebody that I can. And I've learned in the in the dating world that I either have to immediately accept and just be a kid and have fun. Like, I don't need to date that serious. I'm 20. And accept that like, you know, they might they might be in here for wrong intentions. Or I have to be like, okay, they're here for wrong intentions. Let's not do this. You know what I mean? Right, but you don't have to at this age. I, it doesn't matter who but you are. But maybe she does. She says she wants to have kids like now. You, you can have. You can want to have. You can want to have a kid and yeah, not be in a relationship. I I know. I, I it's interesting. I'm a firm believer in like wherever my life takes me, I'm game for it. Um, but I I do think my life is going to end up. I have kids before I have a lover. I feel like that's going to happen. It's wow. kind of scary. 
Wow. Not scary. No. So exciting. Maybe easier. <laughs> it is. I think I, I think relationships are more complicated than uh, parenthood. Really? I do. Good. 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 Because <laughs> I'm more excited for one of them. I'm very excited for a, a relationship. But I think that that your uh, feeling for, and I'm telling you this as a parent who's sitting here with his child, is... Um, I don't think I've been a great parent a, l a lot of the time. Um, it's a learning process, but my feeling and my engagement in being a child is kind of um, n natural. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that well, that that love and that feeling and that attachment. Whereas, if you're in a relationship with somebody, you know that's something you got to really work at and make and keep. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not as natural as your child. Yeah. Does that make sense? Did yeah. I make any sense? Yeah, you make sense. Yeah. I don't know. I hear myself talking sometimes and I don't. <laughs> and I don't you're just blabbering on. It's, <laughs> we all do it. <laughs> okay, we're in a commercial now. Kenny's ready. He just had his coffee break. You had, somebody said he had three coffees. Yeah, it seems like it. Kenny. <laughs> within minutes, three coffees within, how long did it take you to finish those? But Kenny, 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 enough with the caffeine. You want to do, you want a healthy drink? You want a really good drink? This is what this sponsor's about. This is um, Liquid IV. And Liquid IV, it comes in great flavors. You can hydrate. You can take care of yourself. It's a good, healthy drink. It comes in so many flavors. This is, I would get rid of coffee, Kenny. Get rid of coffee. You know what? He probably thought that this is just for people that are training for championships or marathons or something. But it's actually for everyone to use on a daily basis if you want to stay hydrated and healthy. So, Kenny... Get with the liquid you know, IV program. You know why I drink it? I drink why? it because I just don't like water bores me. And I know that I need to be hydrated. So putting this with the water, first of all, it tastes great. I'm hydrated. I'm getting my electrolytes. I'm getting everything and it tastes good. And coffee makes me jittery. It's also super convenient because the little tiny sticks fit. Well, men have pockets. Women don't usually have pockets, but those little tiny sticks fit in whatever little pocket I have or my purse. So it's super convenient to take with me everywhere. Plus, I really like the flavors. My favorite is the strawberry. I also really like the watermelon. But now they have the sugar-free options too. So maybe I'll start trying the sugar-free And this is the option. opposite of coffee, Kenny. Mm -hmm. This hydrates and doesn't make you jittery. You know, mm -hmm. you know coffee dehydrates. Now you need liquid IV. Let's get, we should have got him some liquid IV before we shot this because I can tell the coffee's taking effect. How do they get it? How do they get it? <laughs> tell me, why are you laughing? <laughs> real people, real flavors, real hydrating. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Howie at checkout. That's 20% off anything when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code Howie at liquidiv.com. Settle down, Kenny. You got to settle down. <laughs> um, are you, uh, did you ever hear from uh, Candace? Bur uh, uh, <laughs> CCV? Yeah. Um, yeah, after our, uh, so it's, <laughs> It's, it's tough. It's tough. So Candace and I, I've had to accept that we're never, I'm never going to change her mind. About what? About her acceptance and beliefs with the LGBTQ community. Um, and it's tough because I, when I called her out on the internet, I didn't mean for it to be as explosive as, 
as explosive as it was. And I think that was a moment for me of like, all right, this is a mess up. You know what I mean? And so she called and we talked about Well, the about first it. thing was not was just about you said she was mean to you. Yes. Yes. So that that we called about. Um, she called me. She was like, will you make a statement online? And I was like, I, I said, no. I said, but if you say something and you say whatever, I was like, I'll reply and I'll engage and I'll make it very clear that like, you're good. There's no fire. You know yeah. what I mean? And so we did that and everything was fine and whatever. And then a few months later, some stuff came out about her saying that LGBTQ relationships were not traditional marriage. And she wants to make movies that are specifically about- She changed networks because of that. Yeah. and It wasn't so much that she didn't want to do movies about that. She didn't even want to work for a network that did exactly. that. Right? And so it was- a little bit like, ooh, you got me to say this and then now you're doing that. You know what I mean? And so with that, I, I think I posted something about that or maybe I made it and saved it in my drafts. No, I think I posted it. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. Um, I either posted it or I was going to we post it and I saved it in my drafts. If, we, if you posted it, where would it be? It'd either be on my TikTok or my Instagram. Um, so see if there's something on her TikTok that uh, mentions Candace. But it felt like a knife, right? Because you already like squashed beef and then yeah. it's like, darn. And like, then it was like, I have beef with you again for something. Yeah. And it was like, but different. bigger. I just wanted. That I'm, wasn't a personal. Well, it is personal, right. but I'm just saying it it's bigger than personal that. to my family. You right. know what I mean? And, and I just was like, you know what? Nah, you know, I just had to like step back and we're, we're never going to agree there's some really sad things that, uh, behind closed doors that I've just had to be like, okay, the world doesn't need to know these things. I don't need to publish these things. I don't need to talk about these things, but I need the world to know that I do not stand with her and I don't agree with her because um, I well, got to stand up for my people. I think we all have to stand up for all people. That, I agree that's with that. The, that's the key. We yeah. have to stand up for all people yeah, and everybody right. is, love is love. Yep. And everybody needs respect. Yep. And if you're publicly showing disrespect. Yes. And or, I think she could be a really good example of religion doesn't mean homophobia. You know what I mean? And I think that's a, a very common misconception is that you can't have both religion and acceptance for LGBTQ community. Yeah, you can. And you can. You can, yeah. And I think she could be a fine example of that because she is very open about her religion and very public about it. Um, but she chooses not to be, and that's that's okay, you know? That's not her life path. But being friends with her isn't mine, you know? Um, well, friends are, friends are hard and complicated, yeah. and they're always complicated. Speaking of friends, are, are you and... and uh, if I'm wrong, are you friends with Colleen Ballinger still? Yeah, I. Uh, what do you say about? I've that known now? I've known Colleen for since I was since I was twelve. So for those that don't know, Colleen is in the middle of a kind of a. It's tough. It's a Colleen. Uh, what was the name of the character? Miranda sings. Miranda sings. My daughter, my other daughter, went to all the concerts and everything, and she's getting accused of things. Yes. Which we don't have to talk about that she's accused of, but. I would imagine if you're friends with her, you kind of met her when you were young. I was, yeah, I was 12 when I met her. And um, she's always been nothing but kind to me, her family, nothing but kind to me. Um, 
I, I think it's really, this is the first time that I've talked about this. So I just want to make sure I say my exact piece that I want to say. The internet can take a lie and run so far with it, so far that it's to the point where you just can't do anything about it. And I've had that happen to me. And I, I know Colleen very, very, very well. And I think the work that Colleen has done for, for the internet is incredible. I think her creativity is incredible. Miranda Sings is a character, is a comedian. And I think that it's very hard to be a character where people are also looking at you as you're a real human behind that character. And I think being a comedian is very hard because you were able to do things years ago that were okay. And now that we've grown and we've matured, we've realized that they're not okay. You know what I mean? Um, but you, as somebody who's been in the public eye for a long time, yes. do you think that um, it is appropriate to uh, communicate openly with everybody that reaches out to you? No, I, I don't think that communicating with fans is you got to be careful to not to and that's not, what I'm saying to like, not blur a friend fan line. It's very tough. And here's here's my question to you. R regardless of uh, judging whatever specifically is being said that yeah. was happening. And I'm just saying this as a parent again. You said you started communicating her, with her when you were 12. Yes. Is that is it, do you, uh, you want to be a But you guys so, were in the same industry. So we were too. in the like, same. You guys were making videos and stuff together, So right? we actually met because on Dance Moms, mm -hmm. you know Tadra Call? Yes. yes. So on Dance Moms, Tadra Call had a, a party and invited the Dance Moms cast and three of the girls, four of the girls went and they discluded myself and Nia, who is another girl on the show. And we all knew Todrick, so we were fine with that. But then Colleen, as Miranda, surprised the girls. And me and Nia were devastated because we were massive fans. And we, we loved Colleen and we loved Miranda. And then when the episode came out, Colleen saw how upset me and Nia were. And she reached out to Holly and was like, I would love to like make this up to you guys. She was like, I was wondering where JoJo and Nia were. Like, I'm... I had no idea that this was the case. Like, please, like, whatever you guys want. Like, I just want to make the kids happy. Like, I just want JoJo and Nia to not be sad anymore. And so we ended up going to dinner um, with Colleen. And it was me and my mom and Nia and Holly. And Colleen was telling me that night about YouTube and how her whole family did it and how it was awesome. And she vlogs her life. And that night is when I went home and I made my YouTube channel and decided that that was going to be my career essentially and um that's a wonderful sweet appropriate story yes how are how is it for you now being her friend and reading some of what we read do you think it's all a lie do you think it's like have you talked to her there have been a lot of people on the internet who have gotten hit with this cancellation and a lot of them i know some of them i don't know and I look at it and I see that 
this is a sensitive subject. Somebody who is affected by any sort of any 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 anything anything having to do with adults and and i mean it, for real grooming is it's a very sensitive thing you must have young really young people reaching out to you now i mean i do and i it's it's funny like i realized when i when i hit 18 i was like oh this is different now like because right. you know you're you're young and you're dumb and I was like I need to be very careful about this like I know like her daughter's nine yeah if she could right now and she right watches to you and talk to you like all she, the, would. she would she and, would yeah. and she would love to be your friend yeah. and love to be online and yeah. I'm sure at, you want to reach out to your fans and be like hey yeah. and give that back to them since they're the such big fans of you the difference with Colleen and I is yeah. we were once I became her friend and she became my friend and mm -hmm. she became somebody that I looked up to. She became somebody that I idolized. She became somebody that I was like, wow, this person is a hard worker. She's a genius. She's a very strong YouTuber. And I, I idolized that, you know? And so throughout, I mean, throughout our friendship, we've probably filmed a hundred videos together and she's, she's cool. You know, and I, I think the problem is the internet was able to capitalize off of her, her cancellation and they still are, and they still are continuing to, and it's, it's not okay because a lot of it is based off of lies and it's, well, it, it is a scary, see. it's a scary place when you put yourself, mm -hmm. it, it was one thing, you know, I, I came to television, which is totally different and I'm, I'm new to uh, the internet and I kind of found it through the kids but it is a, a really uh, it's like a minefield it is and uh, so you're doing television now you're doing armed was it armed special forces special force when does that premiere on Fox so that yeah that premieres on Fox that premieres on Fox when? on September 25th on September 25th um you see that even on TV, though, because you'll say something on TV that will pro would probably go under the radar if it wasn't for the internet, like picking at one thing and then blowing it up to something that becomes... Yeah. Even when you're on AGT or whatever you say. Yeah, or even here. I, did, I don't know. You, you know you're not allowed to post pictures of prolapsed anuses. You know that? <laughs> you figured it out. You know, I've never, I've never attempted and I, I won't anymore, so thank that's you. A, that's that, a was that, that was his post. That was my post. You can't see it. Don't pan up. Do not pan up. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and I posted that and I got a little canceled. It, can, cancel culture is a wild thing. You, also, you know, I'll... I'll say I went, um, when I first special forces, I went into special forces and I came out of it. And in that time is when everything went on with Colleen and I, her sister was actually with me and uh, Colleen to me is like a sister as well. And I, I came back and I was like, damn, I was gone for that long. And that happened that fast. Like <laughs> it, it cancel culture is just so wild. Well, the the internet and and uh, like you doing that show, you did it with uh, Tom Sandoval. I did. Were I you did. aware? You of, almost got canceled just for having just, him on your you know, podcast. He was on this podcast. So, yes, yeah, you know that. 
I um he was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I was the, I got the exclusive interview. Did you interview him after Forces or was it before Forces? Before Forces. Before. Oh, before Forces. Yeah, okay. after during Forces Bravo said I'm not allowed to talk to anybody from Bravo anymore. <laughs> so, did we did, were you aware of who he was and what he had done when you were in there? No. So, I um we weren't supposed to know who the cast was and I'm I might get in trouble for talking about this, but that's fine. Um when I got to, we filmed in New Zealand. Right. And I got to New Zealand. They got me there 14 days early. Most people showed up two days before, three days before. I, why I was there so early? No clue. Why? Why? Uh, no, I was there with my uh, two best friends. Their names are Rachel and Abby. No, no, no. But not, are oh, you still friends with Abby? Not that not Abby. Not that Abby. Oh, <laughs> so you travel Abby. with you, Abby no, Lee. No, 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 what no. a breaking news story. Yeah. Um, are you I, on good terms with Abby Lee? I am, I am, I am. Yeah. I, try, I try to just stay... You know, people in my life who have done me good and have been there for me, I will always be there for unless something happens. And and Abby gave me a platform that I could I could never say thank you enough for. Did you visit her in prison? I never visited her in prison, but I did in the hospital. Okay. Yeah. I was too scared to go to the prison. <laughs> I'm scared really? of prison. Yeah. You, did you write her? Uh, no, I I talked to people who who went to visit her and like we would exchange like stories and say, say to say hi and stuff. But I never. No. Yeah, and it's hard to dance in an eight by eight cell. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she gave everybody privates. Okay, is it so? Tom Sandoval. Um, yeah. So I, okay, yeah. I was telling the story. So I was there 14 days early, and I go out for the very first day, and I go indoor skydiving. There's a tunnel there. I was so excited. I was going to go every single we day. We also love indoor skydiving as a do family. You? Yes, mm -hmm. we used to do it all the time. You used to take me all the time. Stop it! In you're Vegas. lying. Have yeah. you been to the one in Vegas? Oh my god, love you, Vegas indoor skydiving. <laughs> that is the worst tunnel to go to. Oh, Why? trust me. Let's go. Why? To can't open with. <laughs> They're our sponsor. Which one? No. <laughs> Which one Not is a good anymore. one? I fly. The whole franchise was incredible. Why don't you like the one in Vegas? It's just different. Okay, so the wind there is very different. It literally is an old airplane propeller. Whereas right. I fly is like very, very much so way better construction, way better structure, way better system. Um, the tunnel, better air. Yeah. Better air. Tunnel has walls and you, it's clean. We have walls. Y'all got pads. We have walls. You it's have not walls. We, it's not you. Vegas. No, and the wind's just different. Trust me, let me take y'all to I fly one day. And then you're like, well, you're saying we don't, the one Is you have the doesn't have pads on the walls? It just has walls. You won't, you won't get hurt. It's pretty tool to tool. Impossible Are you good? Can you? Yeah. Do you, have you videotaped any of your? Yeah, I can send them to you. Oh, do we, is it on YouTube? Um, I just put one up on my TikTok. If you can look at TikTok. Yeah, TikTok, Jojo, uh, like, skydiving. Is inside. that the one at Universal? Is iFly or no? Yeah, there's one at Universal. Um, my like most recent, uh, that, nope, the next one, that one's a video of me flying. Oh, you going by yourself? Not oh, yeah. even a guide anymore? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you're look, good. she's good. <laughs> Air dancing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you are great. Thank you should you. choreograph a whole team that so, does indoor skydiving dancing. My kids, uh -huh. one day, I want them to indoor skydive because it is a sport. There's competitions, the whole thing. If you have, I don't know what you're, and I, I don't need to get that personal, but if you want to have children, like if you want to bear a child, and if you want to bear a child, that's a great place to give birth. <laughs> <laughs> that's better than that. 
but better than you know like, what do they it call it? <laughs> what do they call it when the some people have a baby in a in a tub of water? What is yeah. that? You know, like a home birth, a water yeah. birth. You know, they say because they want birth. Yeah. yeah, but don't you think this? If you could just yes. blow it out of yourself, going from uh, one tunnel to another tunnel. Yeah, it comes out of the <laughs> tunnel and then <laughs> your baby just soars. Uh, the first. I can't wait to have a little tunnel tot. Yeah, <laughs> though I would think being naked in that is not it's not good for the skin. No. No, no, it's dry. But you're um, really good. That is dancing. You. Yeah, it's, have, it's have you ever put out. it to music? Like, yeah, do you yes. hear the music in your helmet? I can, I can, because I have a pocket in my suit, so I have, I can put my in ears in, and I could, but I, I haven't. I've never experimented with it. Have you ever jumped out of a plane? No. Talking about going with um, Savannah Chrisley, who Don't. was also <laughs> she was in your show she was in too. Special Forces. Yeah. Would so, you Would you visit her father? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I probably wouldn't, but I do wish him well. Okay, um, just saying. You just stay away from prisons. All right, yes. back to Tom, Tom Sandoval. Sandoval. <laughs> so I'm in New Zealand. I go out, come back, whatever. I'm supposed to have these 14 days there, be able to do whatever I want. Well, then the welfare workers are like, hey, so the paparazzi knows you're here. You can't leave the hotel. And I was like, sick. So I'm a 20-year-old new adult. What am I going to do for 13 days now? I'm bored out of my gourd. I'm training as much as I can, but like, I can only work out so much. What kind of training? Working out. Um, the most important thing to be able to do before going in, they told us, was burpees, push ups, and running. So I would run in a t shirt to get used to the cold. Um, I will say the training that I did literally did not matter at all. She didn't need to do it because it was so much like, you're, it's. You could do all the burpees in the world and it won't prepare you for special forces and the things that we But you're through. also, you go into this as a dancer in good shape. Yeah, that's what you would think. Yeah. I mean, it's it's gnarly. Um, and I can I can get a little more into what what's what all went on on the show, but- I know you b became good friends with Nick Vile, right? Is that where you met Nick, him? Yeah, so Nick and I met on that show um, and during selection and uh, Tyler, Cameron, during selection, us three got very, very close. Oh, you didn't get close to Tom. No, well, I mean, we all got close. That Let is her very true. her story. Stop. No, so my point was, <laughs> is I was trying, I was like, all right, here's how I'm going to entertain myself. I'm going to figure out every other celebrity that's here. I'm going to find them all. That's how I was going to entertain myself. And I found this map that had everybody's initials on it. And, and I, it had everyone's room and everyone's initials. So then I did all my research and I found out that Tom was going to be a part of the show. Anyways, I had no idea. I don't watch Vanderpump. So I, I have no idea, like, Anything that's going on with him, nothing. But my can I just does. say I don't mean to I don't mean to interrupt, but you would be the perfect. You should interview him because that's what I did, and it's perfect. And Doing you get, no homework, and you yeah. get really good response from the Bravo people. They love that. If you don't know him, you don't watch the show, but you talk to him. Woo! That's what I did it Pure for you. Yes. Um. Anyways, so and I told my cousin, and then she's a big fan, so she told me everything that's going on. And I mean, honestly, Tom was a beast he he came in with a fire and that fire helped him tremendously um he he definitely he definitely has his quirks but we all do um what's his quirk uh <laughs> tom sorry i'm i'm, I'm exposing you here well, i think he's been exposed but go ahead. Uh, yeah <laughs> I, and i'm not mad about sharing this because we all got in trouble for it he, we had a very crappy bathrooms on special forces you are you you're you do not cut cameras at midnight and go to a hotel you are literally in their world and you don't see producers you don't see directors like it is the 4ds and that is it 
So our bathroom situation was janky and you had to take a buddy and you had to run and it was a whole thing. And well, found out the DS comes in our uh, accommodations and they're like, somebody pissed in a corner and didn't feel like going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And we all got in trouble for it. And it turned out to be Tom. <laughs> and he just like whipped it out and pissed in a corner. And like, oh. listen, I, he didn't know like the rules were like that strict at the he time. Didn't, he wasn't potty trained. He wasn't potty trained yet, no. Um, but no, I, I have from, from forces, I have good memories with Tom. I have strong so far, numbers with Tom. So far, they're great. Yeah. He pissed in the corner. And he pissed in a corner. And everybody got in trouble. Did he admit that he pissed in the corner? He did. He got we're caught. Because we were when like, he gets caught, did it? we were like, who did, did it? Did he say that he thought that his relationship with the toilet was over? <laughs> so <laughs> that he was okay with pissing he, in the honestly, corner? He was just like, I just thought it'd be faster. Like, I didn't feel like I had to go all the way over there. <laughs> um, and in, in hindsight, it, does, it, it doesn't matter. But at the time, we were like, Tom, like... Come on. Um, did yeah. he talk about the show at all and what had happened? He he did a little bit. Um, once we all got to kind of know each other a little bit better, we this is this is why Nick and uh, Tyler and I got super close because you have to rely on each other because you don't speak to your family. You don't speak to your friends. You are away and you are in the most stressful situation that you can be. And so like, uh, like that's, that's why they became like instant family right. to me. Um, and yeah. They always say if you got, if you got to trust one person, it should be a Sandoval. That's what <laughs> back here in America, that's what yeah, everybody was be, saying. Yeah, it should absolutely be a Sandoval. Um, and so he, Tom would you know bring things up to us, and he would confess things to us, and 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 he would talk about things, and it, it, there was days too where he would get frustrated about things and frustrated about the world and what they think of him. And uh, honestly, I think it was kind of refreshing for him to hear that somebody didn't know what was going on. Uh, I won't ever forget it. There was this car ride or maybe we were in our dry room and he was ranting and I was like Tom it's like I gotta be honest with you I have no clue who you're talking about I was like I know I know there's an Ariana and I know there's a Raquel but I don't know which one you were with and which one you're with now and I don't I, I don't care either you know like I I think you are entertaining to the world and <laughs> I think I think unfortunately you are I didn't tell him this and I, and I, I would tell him this now. And so I don't think I would ever say anything that I wouldn't say to somebody straight up, but the world loves to hate him. And it's, it's similar to the Miz on WWE. He plays the villain. The Miz is probably one of the nicest men I know. He is incredible dad, incredible friend. Um, and yeah, it's like, that's, that's his whole gig in the WWE is people like to boo him. And Tom, unfortunately, it's just It's like WWE. He is. he is actually an amazing boyfriend who will just <laughs> F her best friend for the show. Yeah, it's all for the show. Everything's He's for the amazing. Show. But the difference is the Wiz is playing a character. The Wiz? Playing, or whatever. The Miz. The, the Miz, Miz. The Wiz is what Tom took in the corner of that room. The Miz knows <laughs> what he's doing and that he's the villain and he's yeah. okay with that. And that's his yeah. gig. I think like leading up to this point, Tom wanted to be seen as, as not the villain. Yeah. And I think now also <laughs> remember we don't know everything. You know, yeah. we don't know everything that went on behind closed. I I've heard there's still stuff coming out about them. Oh. And I heard that it was all fine and then I heard that it was now there's another tornado happening and I also think a scandal for some is addicting. Press is addicting. 
And I've fallen into the trap before of like, ooh, this is addicting, I wanna keep going. But then I realized a day later, I'm like, slow your roll, like this is not okay. And I think that that might be the situation they're in or they might just be young and reality TV stars and yeah. messing up, you he's know? A, he's and only 40. You're right, you gotta give him, <laughs> you gotta give him a break. His life's on display and like, uh, yes, yes, he messed up and he admits to messing up. I mean, he, on his Forces Master interview said, I wanna take a beating, I wanna be punished. And he knows that what he did was wrong. But now, I mean, the whole world is making him pay for it on the daily, you know, I think. Like, well, you I know, just, TV and public life is bizarre. Awesome. We met, we actually met, you and I met on AGT. We did. Yeah, you have that that group, XOMG uh, Pop. XOMG Pop, which I was reading last night because I was doing some research. Uh, yeah. A couple of them have left the group and you're doing uh, yes. auditions. Yes, so we've, we've, uh, we've revamped the group. We've figured out some kinks, some things that work, some things that don't, um, worked out some kinks. Uh, it's been it's been good. It's been a journey. Um, it's crazy. Like all my one year memories from AGT are coming up right now, and it's like at the time when we were preparing. Um, and it's it's good. I'm I'm so proud. How many of, of those girls are still kiddos. left? So we right now have three, and we are casting for. We're deciding if we want one or two more. Um, and what about an older gentleman? I mean, look, if if you got the bows That's what in, I'm saying. I got, I'm willing, and I don't know if you're familiar with my dance acumen, but I'm I am sure on TikTok. I'm sure you're incredible. I really am. You are. I've seen your TikToks. I remember in 2020 seeing your TikToks. You were just dancing with my daughter the other day. Yeah, I did a dance on TikTok. On TikTok. Yeah, so I, I love to dance. Yeah. I don't know that I can dance more than 15 seconds. I mean, but. listen, you could you could be in it. You could be in it for 15 seconds. I think that, I think that it that's a little... That would be a nice little 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 tea. No, yeah. but the the kids had a blast on AAGT, and I'm I'm very proud of all of the kids that have been a part of XOMG Pop. I'm very proud of the kids that auditioned in the way beginning to be a part of XOMG Pop, and I'm excited to become proud of the kids who are going to join XOMG Pop. And it's it's been and a, what do they do to audition? So right now it's a it's an online submission. They have to just submit a dance video, a singing video, say why they want to be a part of the group, kind of tell us a little bit about themselves. And then from there, we're gonna bring a few kids that like really feel like they might be a fit um, to meet the other girls in person to kind of feel a vibe with them because that's very important to us too that now the three kids who have been together for two years feel like they're excited too about Do you have access to an audition right now? Do you have access to anybody who sent you anything and I'll judge it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could pull something up. Pull something up, where Um, do they look? They're, oh, like online? Yeah. That somebody's asking. They just—it's not a formal audition, but maybe somebody just uh, don't judge little kids and don't judge. That's what I do. But like <laughs> that's but what I do. Those people that come on the stage are asking to be judged by you. Like she has videos that are not asking to be judged by you. It's she so much right. easier for me when they're not in person. If it's just uh, if it's just a video, I can go. You like, dance. Let her judge you. You dance. Yeah. Actually, instead of, <laughs> let's do your audition. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you want to see? <laughs> you know, when we were doing AGT, we had um, three numbers prepared. Right. And we did two. Mm-hmm. And our final one I was so excited about because the kids had a, a, a part in the song where they said, uh, hi, Heidi. And Simon and Sophia. And then there was a part where they said, and Howie. And I choreographed this part that I was so excited about. 
you're you're unknown. You don't shake hands with people. Right, right. I've right. known this for years. And I choreographed the kids to put a hand out to shake, and they go, Howie! And I was so stoked about Howie. that move. It was like, shake my hand. No. Howie! Look Howie. at me dancing. Look, I took I took. He's got the Howie move. Howie! Yeah. Howie! You're on I it. I love it. Look, watch me dance. You're on it. I'm a, a good dancer. Uh, the So you're going to, but you that was a big business for you, right? You were at, selling out at that time. I saw that there was concerts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Nickelodeon, you said, has all your, uh, Dance Moms wasn't on Nickelodeon. Dance was Moms was not on Nickelodeon, no. So I um, I signed with Nickelodeon when I was 13 or 14. Um, and it's, uh, it's a full overall 360. So for the last, like, For the first, there, there is the right words. For the first five years of being signed with them, it was products, it was music, movies, television, brand deals, everything you could imagine um, was they essentially owned and did with me um, or did for me. And then once I turned 18, we uh, added on a little more length onto the products. So that way I could do my own thing and have my own rights for music, television, movies, social media, brand deals, all that. Um, so we extended the merchandise cause that is the business with Nickelodeon that really was explosive, um, and got free and clear for music, uh, everything. But when you turn 21, it's going to be all you. Yeah. So January this year, I believe is when it's flips. I can do anything so will you have to restock that like what what yeah. i see in target yeah. and walmart yeah. and everything they're going to be all new products out there yeah so it's 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 a little it's there's this interesting gap that we're in right now because i am now an adult you know and i'm going to be putting out adult music but the the boomerang and the kind of candy store that like the little kids love will always be there because it's just online and all of that content that I produced myself being a kid from age 12 till I was like 17 when I stopped doing YouTube and stopped doing kids music, that is when the, all that's still there. And so new kids are still just discovering it. Boomerang alone gets about 200,000 views a day. Oh, wow. Still to this day. And it's, I mean, it's eight years old. And so we're at this weird crossroads of like, those products will just kind of sunset out from Nickelodeon. Will they, or do they keep those products so, going? I mean, listen, I think it's going to be, a, it's a crossroads that no one's ever crossed before because no one's ever done a deal like this with a, a Nickelodeon, a Disney, a, a big warehouse, a big powerhouse. No one's even really crossed into the social media influencer having mainstream merchandise, essentially. And so it's kind of the first, and I, I always joke around whenever I do new things, I'm like, the kids in 10 years are thanking me for figuring this out for them. You know what I mean? It's right. like paving a new way. Same way that the kids 20 years ago paved Coogan accounts for me. You know right. what I mean? Um, for those that don't know, the uh, Jackie Coogan was one of the our gang uh, kids, and they uh, they made it so that the parents couldn't take all the money. So yes. that the, 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 if you're a minor and you're working, you're guaranteed a certain yeah. amount of money. 15% of every penny you make has to go into your Coogan account. Which now they're starting to do for social media kids as well. Which is interesting because that's oh. my gratitude alarm. Every day at 12, I say what I'm grateful for. <laughs> um, the Coogan account. Yeah. The Coogan account. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting because I 
was, I, I mean, I have an incredible family around me who would, who would never do anything, anything shady, but there are parents and there are kids who are on YouTube and there's no, there's no laws Did you get it. to keep uh, the major percentage of what you made? Of course. Yeah. My, my, my family is so great. Um, yeah, we, we, it's, it's been fun to figure out as I'm getting into an adult, like how, how we want to streamline it a little bit. Like the um, Nickelodeon deal. Yeah. The family deal. Let me ask you something. Why wouldn't you, maybe this is just boring because I just love business. Yeah. Why wouldn't you me make too. a deal with Nickelodeon now? Because as you said, if you go and you start making your own products, you're not going to be promoting or representing the products that already exist. Yes. For Nickelodeon, which are doing well. Yes. So they're going to lose them anyhow. Would you ever approach Nickelodeon and say, hey, let's restructure that deal so you don't sunset out and it could be a 95-5, five, five on your part instead of losing it and yeah. I can have 95% of it and I have the power of Nickelodeon still behind me? No. If I, if... How, how, how exposing of, of my life do I want to get right now? If I had the control over my products that I've wanted for the last nine years, eight years, it would be a different story. I would, but want you that. can have, but you can, what I'm saying is you're calling your own shots now. Yes. Or will be. Yes. You know, when you, when you're 21, whatever you do, you're going to do. Yeah. Do you want the everything that exists go to go by the wayside? It's I, it's very profitable and very and very, kids. I'm just watching my granddaughter. The kids love it. Yeah. So why would you just let it go? I, I won't be letting it go. It'll it'll so instead of instead of it being Nickelodeon JoJo Siwa, it's going to be Siwa JoJo Siwa. So right. we have all of the relationships with the people who actually create the merchandise. And so instead of it being me, Nickelodeon, people who create the merchandise store, it'll be me, people who create the merchandise store. Does that okay. make sense? You're, You're just taking so, Nickelodeon out of it. Yeah. But and, I was thinking more like in a record deal. You know, if you have a record deal, if you're signed to a label. They keep going with the music that's already That music there. goes. You go to another label, yeah. even if it's your own label, and you're yeah. you're doing. Yeah, and that music keeps going. But you're doing more of a Taylor Swift kind of thing in the sense that she re-recorded. Oh, re-record my own. And there there is, I mean, I don't know the exact legalities of it. There is a, whatever we have already done keeps going, and we can keep selling. And that could go on for who knows how long but I will say the company as well has shifted and they shifted a lot when I came out and I I actually I ran into the old president the other day two days ago and I was like man I miss you and she was and I told her I was like you look good like you look like you're happy and she was like yeah I've been thriving for a few years now and um it's interesting. It's it's hard when it's you and it's not a not a character, and you're being treated and sold like it's a, it's a character, you know. And right. I've had to put my foot down in a pretty aggressive way, being young, on some things that I shouldn't have had to. And um, I'm excited. I've I've wanted to be in charge of it. And I've what do you want to do? Where do you want? Where do you see yourself in a decade? In a decade, I want to have babies. <laughs> I know that by now. Um, no, I, uh, the most, the thing that I love the most is performing. 
singing concerts touring that is my that is my heaven um before the day i die i want to do the super bowl that's like my ultimate ultimate dream ultimate goal halftime show perform the super bowl halftime show yeah or national anthem Um, or the halftime show specifically you know i have a little bit of national anthem trauma when i was little i could not sing and I, i i still in my own head believe that i can't sing but the the world now some people tell me that i can and some people tell me that i can't so it's just depending on the day who i believe but when i was little i really couldn't sing for anything and my i sang the national anthem a couple of times and i am just guard from singing it when I'm little. So I feel like even if the Super Bowl came to me and was like, hey, we want you to do the national anthem, I'd be like, sorry guys, for my own sake. I, I think to warm up, uh, I'm Canadian. Maybe you can go to the Grey Cup, which Got is it. our uh, and CFL do, do and sing anthem. our national anthem just to ease yourself Perfect. back into it. <laughs> Count me in. You're, you're very impressive in as far as, as young as you are and what you've gone through, you Thank are you. incredibly well-spoken and you seem to have it together and you don't seem to be, um, I don't know you that well, but I, I, you don't seem to have any uh, damage from this business. Yeah, and a no. lot of people I know that have been in this business as long as you, this is a, it's tough. a fucking fight, yeah. you know, of Every rejection day. and judgment yep. and horror. And it really does hurt people. The exact opposite are the kids that weren't in this and get the trophy for just participating yes. who have no, who are just weak. And then yep. there's the people that did and go through what you th- went through and they're just totally beaten down and I think you know. where I'm really lucky is I didn't get it quickly I didn't well you had it at nine I had it at nine but the scale has grown it wasn't like do like, you think you just become more aware of the scale I think I become more aware, aware and it has gotten bigger you know what I mean like Charlie D'Amelio is a great example of somebody who had a completely normal life went to school had school friends like danced after school and then overnight became a sensation like and yes she's gotten bigger since her first viral tiktok but like there was a point where it was like overnight she was the biggest thing in the world and i was always grateful that i never had that because i i started at nine and i i didn't get 11 million followers overnight i I, but you know what i find now and i'm not i'm not taking anything away from what you said but as somebody who's been in the business for 40 years i find that um notoriety and fame is very siloed so the people who weren't on tiktok didn't know charlie d'amelio she may have had like 20 million followers and if you went to the nickelodeon kid choice awards they were there yeah um even up till eight years ago if you were on tv we all knew what Dance Moms was. Right. I always talk about how you can go to SoFi now, which is our, our arena here in, in LA, and hear that somebody's playing tonight and sold out and you don't know who they are, yep. whether they're a comic, whether they're yep. a dancer. So it's, it's a different so kind much. of fame. So when you say yep. bigger, the fact that you were on a TV show eight years ago, you were getting a lot of exposure. I'm, I would imagine your family and your mom kept you kind of uh, um, protected yeah. from, from that. Are you happy? Very, very. I um, I learned special forces changed my life a lot. Why? Um, I mean, you're gonna see. When does this air? Do you know this? I'll put. I'll do it closer to special forces to the premiere. Yeah, you said September 25th. September 25th, is right? The premiere. We should do it. I don't know when this airs, but. 
We'll figure it out. <laughs> They're all be. just not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so if, it, if, it was, if it was after, I can go into a little more detail. But if it's if it's around the beginning, I'll be safe. Can I tell I you say. it's after, and then and then air it before, and then that way we have an exclusive. <laughs> 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 See how it works. I mean, what are they going to do? Kick me off the show? Um, they can't. It's already taped. Yeah. But. the 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 thing with forces is, it was. I was ripped away from everything I know, every family member, every friend, everything. And you, I watched season one and I've, I've talked to the other recruits cast about it. And I- Mel B was on. Mel B was on, yeah. And I watched, watching season one, and this is how everyone on my season was too, was like, ugh, yeah, magic of Hollywood. Like, sure, it was like that, right? And like, no, it really is. Like, you don't speak to anyone. You don't. Like it, it is like very, very much so. How long are you away? So the longest you could be away was eight days, eight days. Um, and it's so weird because in hindsight, you hear eight days and you're like, oh, that's nothing. It, it is like, you know how long a minute plank feels? Pretend it's a plank for that long. Oh my God, my gratitude alarm. There we go now. More gratitude? More gratitude. <laughs> okay. What so she you, snoozed it. You don't have your phone to every day on forces. I would check my watch a billion times right as it would hit noon. And I'd be like, everyone is noon. What are we grateful for? Um, Why do you have to set an alarm to uh, decide that you're grateful? You know, it's something that my pro from Dancing with the Stars, Jenna did. And this was two years ago. And it always went off on her phone. And she would just say, what are you grateful for right now in this moment? And the first time I was like, well, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for a roof over my head. I'm grateful for food. I'm grateful for water. I'm grateful for air. I'm great. You know what I mean? Like the things you were truly grateful for. And she responded and she was like, you know, I'm really grateful for comfortable shoes. And I was like, huh, I get it. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a thing that I do. So that way I like right now, if I, Gen genuinely, if I had to say like out loud the thing, the first thing that came to my mind that I would be grateful for, it would be tissues. Because they're right here and I see them, but because they're just such a thing that never gets appreciated. And you tissues? take for granted. Like, that you take for granted, yeah. yeah. Well, I think I'm more, I'm more appreciative of toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing too that like Force has taught me is like I took so much for granted and, and I, I will never go back. I will never ever complain about being cold ever again it will be freezing anywhere and i'll be like because i'm li not gonna say it's cold and i will not say it's hot i will never get complain about weathers yeah yes yes i mean we all we all were coffee sniffly like just a mess um i mean you're exhausted you're you're mentally you're mentally gone they've been posting pictures of tom with a bleeding nose tom had a bloody nose yeah who gave him a bloody nose uh i think nick gave not him ariana Ha! I mean, I'm sure she might have too, but yes. yeah, we had a, we had a fight. Um, and yeah. Uh, wait, you had to fight each other. Yeah. Uh, men fighting women. No. Um, the fight, uh, the fight was all, uh, gender to same gender. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, that's the fight. This is, this is horrible. Fights are not a good thing. The fight was one of the fun things. That's how you know how, how shitty everything else is. It was brutal. I saw some clips of you like going underwater and that yep. was my big, that's my biggest yeah. fear. Just like water filling up. So that, I mean, I can speak a little bit about what that was cause you've seen it and they've yeah. shown it in the trailers, but that was the helicopter submersion and you go under and the water is freezing and you go deep enough to the pressure starts to collapse you and you have to go under, have to hold your breath. You have to wait for them to tell you, you can get out and then you have to swim yourself out and it's, 
I mean, it is just something that makes you appreciate that you never have to do that. And it, it, I mean, it gave me such a higher respect for the people who are actually in the special forces. Like the fact that somebody goes to buds, which is like the like training camp and, and 700 people go in and seven make it out is like, Un, the respect is unreal because that's nine months. The real training is nine months and this is eight days and you're just like, it's crazy. Wow. In case you're wondering how crazy it is, I've never gone to therapy. I've never had a therapist. And when you sign on to be a part of this, you have to do required therapy. And before it, I was like kind of joking with my family. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to call a therapist and I'm like, what am I going to do? I'll be fine, right? And I have one of my required therapy sessions tomorrow and I cannot wait because like you need it. I've had- You need it after the show? I've had three sessions already and I've only done the required ones. I've, I haven't done any extras, but tomorrow's one of my required ones. And you, like, Why, because it screwed you for up? For PTSD? Yeah, so like I have, I have a bit of a sleep problem now. Um, I developed a baby bit of a stutter. I had a pretty hefty eating not, I mean, I just was eating everything in my sight. And like, even if I was full, wouldn't stop eating after. Um, Why are you doing a TV show that ruins you? <laughs> because it was the, it. it Isn't it, that reality TV in general? So, yeah. <laughs> it, it, for the first 24 hours after I was done, I was like, wow, what did I just do? Why did I put myself through that? That was like, no. And then after that 24 hour period, I was like, that was the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. You're not making sense to me. The fact that you are, that you did something to yourself that, um, excuse my French, but fucked you up enough that you, you, listen, I'm a proponent of mental health and going to therapy, but if you didn't have these issues before and these issues are directly uh, related to the experience that you had. Yeah. Uh, Why'd you do it? You you have a you have a stutter. You can't sleep. Baby stutter. It doesn't baby, matter. Baby stutter. <laughs> baby stutter. So baby. it doesn't count. Baby. She's but the point positive. is, it fucked you up a little bit. It. It. I would never ever say that it was a. I would if I got asked to do it again tomorrow, but it was three months long. I would say yes immediately. It. Yes, I now have to fix a few problems that I didn't have before that are that are big problems. You know, my mom, my mom would sit here and agree with you and be like, I told her not to do it. I told her not to do it. But it was the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. It taught me about how I want to live the rest of my life. It taught me what I value and what I care about. It taught me about my limits and the, how when I think I'm at them, I'm not. It taught me how to really enjoy the moment, how to really savor the moment, how to be grateful for the little things, how to not take anything for granted. It taught me about friendship and family. I mean, the- Yeah, people go to war and then they come back a different person. A different human. And and maybe more appreciative, but you don't need, if you don't need to go to war, voluntarily going to a self-war sounds a little bit much, but- it's, it's, I can't wait to see I, it. You're, I will say it's not designed for everybody. You're promoting no it. Way. You're promoting it like I, I want to see it yeah. so much more now, but I'm also, uh, as again, as a parent, yeah. I'd be so mad at her if yeah. she did this. My mom was very, my mom and I were in a fight because I got asked to be a part of selection. Um, sorry, anytime I say selection, that translates to mean show, or if I say recruits, that means cast. But we got, 
conditioned to never say like, oh, I'm so excited to be a part of this show. Like, because when you're there. So you're brainwashed. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally it's- So they it's, fucked up your- It's not a show. There is no production. It is selection and these are the recruits. And like, you're called by your number. And Brian Austin Green was a part of it. And he's a very good friend of mine. And I- was in a, a talk with the DS and I was like, yeah, you know what? What I'm, does DS stand for? The DS is the directing staff. So okay. they're the four men that are in charge. And I was talking with them and I was like, you know, I'm grateful to have Brian here with me. And they were like, who's Brian? And I was like, got it, number 10. I'm grateful to have number 10 here with me. And they are like, oh yeah, we know number 10. Like they, yeah, it's very, it's very real. Um, well, I hope you're, I hope you get healthy. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. It's, it's, it's funny, I was, I was 100% good. Then once the trailers came out, this is why they have the the therapist for you. Because once the trailers came out, that's when the sleep started happening. Well, they're taking care of you much better than they take care of people on Vanderpump Rules. They are, yeah, they are taking very good care of us. The welfare team is incredible. The network, I mean, Fox have worked with for years and will continue to hopefully. Um, It it just, they they care. Well, I care and I'm grateful if I have to, I'm grateful you showed up today. Thank you. And Thirty minutes late, but I'm I made it. No, no, there no. There was no. traffic. I was in traffic too. There was crazy. It traffic. was brutal. I yeah. was like, all right, I'll take Ventura. Freeways going crazy. Then Ventura was crazy. And I was like, all right, I'll take Burbank. Burbank was full. And I was like, it was insane. Just yeah. never gonna get there. It's fine. Right. Well, a lot of people are heading this way. This is a really good pop podcast. So <laughs> look, I have a little here. bit of a stutter. I should mm. go talk to somebody. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. It's, but uh, you are you are truly uh, mu- even much more impressive in person and you. talking to uh, talking to you than you are uh, as far as whatever image I had of you before. I thought you were Thank very you. impressive. I think you're Thank very you. you're a, a great a business person. Thank you. Uh, a, a great human being. Thank you. A great uh, advocate for uh, humanity. I know you're Thank winning you. an award this week or getting an award, right? Aren't you getting an award? I saw that you were getting an award for kind of something. You're getting an award. Oh, maybe I wasn't <laughs> supposed to tell you. Okay, it's a secret. You we're getting that. an award. Hold on, I'll look it up. Right. I was, was looking last night. Was, Keep I going. Might, I might know about it. Getting well, an award. You might know about it, but you don't know for sure. Anyway, she's getting huge awards. Is there something you want to promote besides? Uh, um, Special Forces airing on Fox September 25th. Um, watch it. Put yourself in the shoes. And it, it changed my life and it can change yours too. Um, you have a, a, the podcast coming out in the future? Podcast will be coming out. Joe Just and Now will be coming out soon on iHeart. TikTok. Um, my TikTok, Instagram, everywhere, Snapchat at It's Jojo Siwa. Um, get ready for new music. Check out my girl group, XOMG Pop. You know. Are you recording now? Do you write? Is it all original music? I write, I record, produce, all of it. Oh, wow. Get ready for so it. So look out for everything. And uh, I want you to subscribe here. Go to HowieMandel.com. Get our merch, comment. Oh, there's the award. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Too late. I know. I it was this week. It was this week last year. <laughs> what did I get this week last year? What? <laughs>